Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast. The essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on earth. Learn about the newest updates and plugins, as well as exclusive interviews with WordPress experts that are sure to help you enhance your skill set. Now, please welcome the hosts of the WordPress Community Podcast, Yost Ivok and Frederick Towns. Hey, everyone. We're back for another week. Uh, this week, we've got an awesome guest with us to discuss everything Google Analytics. It's a good friend called Justin Catroni. Hi, Justin. Hey, yes. How's it going? Good. Very good, actually, because Frederick is here as well. Hi, Frederick. Hey, and, um, and, well, as I just said in chat, we don't have any news other than the fact that the color of the download button on WordPress.org changed. Um, and yes, it did. It's got sort of a WordPress Frida remake, but that's about it. Um, so we've got loads and loads to talk about in, in terms of Google Analytics and nothing to talk about in terms of WordPress uh, news. So we'll just dive in straight with the Google Analytics stuff. Um, Justin, for those people out there who don't know you, um, could you introduce yourself and what, and what you do? Sure. Um, so... Um, 36 years old, five foot seven. No, just kidding. Um, my, so I'm Justin Catroni. I'm the director of digital intelligence at an online marketing firm called WebShare, uh, based in Phoenix, Arizona, here in the states. Um, I actually live on the east coast in Vermont. Um, and uh, for the past, uh, well, I've, I've been doing consulting for 15 years. I started out at Accenture, doing a lot of um, client-server application development for financial services industry and. Um, specifically a lot of mutual fund houses. 
Um, but I've been working with analytics for about 10 years, and uh, specifically with Google Analytics for seven since the old Urchin days. So um, I've been been playing with this tool for a while. Urchin, I started on Urchin 4, then Urchin 5, then Urchin On Demand, and then when it jumped over to Google Analytics, kind of went along. Um, I used to work for a company called Epic One. We were one of the original eight founding um, Google Analytics certified partners for uh, Google Analytics. Um, and over the last five years, I think they've ramped it up and now we're up to uh, at least a couple hundred partners globally. So it's been pretty amazing to, to watch the watch the industry change as Google has uh, kind of pushed and prodded it in, in new and different directions. So my new role at WebShare, um, I'm still doing a lot of the same type of thing. I do a lot of uh, Google Analytics evangelism. Um, I teach uh, a program called Seminars to Success, which is uh, certified Google Analytics training. Um, I do it with about five other folks from WebShare, so we do them all over the U.S., and we've done a few in Europe as well. And uh, I work with our larger clients to help them integrate web analytics, not just Google Analytics, kind of into into their um, processes. So a lot of times we are so Google Analytics focused. There's a lot of that work right now, um, yeah. but we've done some Omniture's work as well. So, so um, even though that's a lengthy intro, you're still being too modest because the, the trainings you give are actually like. The, the ones that Google provides to their customers, right? That you teach. So yeah, I've done Go those in the yeah, I've, I've I've done those where you know Google will invite a bunch of their clients or big advertisers to New York or San Francisco or Chicago, and we'll go in and and we'll do a a, a big day for them. Yeah. So if Google wants someone to learn about Google Analytics, they call Justin. That's basically the the story, um, which is what I do as well. Uh, if you want to know anything about, and, and the the cool thing is that um, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Avinash, um, once described you as the biggest influence on Google Analytics outside of Google, um, which is probably the best thing someone like that can say about you. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty humbling. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, weird, you know, it, uh, you know, you you call home and you say, "Hey, mom, guess what? Someone said about me." And it doesn't really think <laughs> it's true as when you're talking to your buddies from work, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, non, you're a WordPress user yourself on Katroni.com. Yep, I've been uh, running WordPress for four or five years now. So ever since I started the blog at Catroni.com, it's, it's been on WordPress. So it's, uh, it's in the midst of a redesign right now, so it's a little bit ugly, but uh, I've loved WordPress. I've just, uh, you know, I've, I'm definitely not a programmer. Um, I'm much more of a tinkerer and uh, hobbyist, I guess you'd say, and I just, love, I just love having WordPress. It gives me enough flexibility, but yet it protects me from doing things that are really, really stupid. Yeah, well, it, it, that's what it's supposed to do. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today was how bloggers can use Google Analytics to improve their blogging um, because there's loads and loads of things you can get out of Google Analytics that people can use. Um, and we also, I, I'd also like to touch on some of the new features that, that Google Analytics has been giving us over, what is it, the last year or so, um, that have improved the power of it tremendously. So um, to to kickstart that, what would be, uh, in your opinion, the most important report that someone can look at in Google Analytics uh, being a blogger? Uh, that's a that's a great question, and you know I think 
even for bloggers, you know, when we talk about web analytics or Google Analytics, and it doesn't matter if you're a blogger or a business, it's you're you're writing a blog for a reason, right? And um, whenever we talk web analytics with clients, we always talk about aligning what we're measuring with why you have that blog. And you know, there are some bloggers out there that are um, you know tied up in, in trying to generate some revenue from AdSense. There are other folks like me and you and probably Frederick who are out there just to you know, share knowledge and, and um, you know, maybe promote what we're doing a little bit more. And so, you know, when we talk about measuring the blog, you know, I always like to say, think about it in, in that context, right? Because the way that I'm measuring my blog, it's not so much the way that someone maybe that's, you know, uh, selling a lot of ad space on the blog might be measuring. Those folks, they might be saying, show me revenue, right? And they're looking at revenue numbers, uh, you know, maybe in some AdSense reports. For me, uh, you know, my top line metric, the one metric that I love to look at in Google Analytics is I love to look at conversions. And by conversions, I talk about um, how many people are subscribing to the blog, how many people are retweeting my posts. Um, and uh, that, that's really the, the number that I look at the most. And then I break that down using the traffic sources report. Um, that's in the, the traffic sources section, the all traffic sources report. That tells me where people are coming from, right? Are they coming from other websites? Are they coming from uh, organic search? And it tell, you know, so I can see here's where people are coming from and are they doing what they want them to do? Are they subscribing to my RSS feed? Are they retweeting my posts? Um, so to me, that, that's the report that I try to look at every day. Yeah. I, to be honest, I try to not look at my stats every day. <laughs> but that, uh, it's not something I succeed at often. Um, so that's uh, the traffic sources, basically, um, and and some goals worked into that, um, which is probably one of the things that people are, find hard to do because setting up uh, the number of people that are subscribing to your blog as a goal is actually non-trivial. That's true, yeah. And, you know, obviously there's the whole side of configuration that, plagues, I think, everybody. It doesn't matter if you use WordPress or if you're some big enterprise, but, you know, if you don't get things pimped out just the right way, then you're not going to get the data that you want. And, you know, I think you're being a little bit shy on the other end. You've created this great WordPress plugin that I've been using for a while, and I know a lot of other folks. Uh, version 4 came out this week at some point. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it's not a coincidence that you're here this week and that <laughs> my plugin got released in the same week as said you were on the show. Um, but to be honest, that still doesn't tag new subscribers as uh, as something that you could track as a goal because it, it that's the RSS button that people have to click is usually not in any place that I can touch with a plugin. Um, so that's still something that people would have to do by hand, which is very annoying to me. Totally, yeah. I mean, I think the, the, one, of the, one of the great things about WordPress is the modularity. And, um, you know, having the ability to just slap another module on in there and, you know, have all this functionality percolate up, especially with Google Analytics where we have so many different features now that can, can help us identify different segments of traffic, different visitor actions. Um, you know, the, the more that we can get that plugged in and really tied into the different parts of WordPress to collect all of the data about visitor activities and the things that they do and, you know, 
how they exit the site. That, that's really important because it provides a whole other level of data, you know, for us to understand. Well, where did they go after? And like you said, you know, getting that RSS feed tagged up. That's that's another big one as well. Yeah, I don't, and Frederick, you you've probably had the same problem in Mashable at some point. Um, have you ever been in the, uh, and been in a situation where you have to do this by hand, or uh, do you know of a way to do this automatically? You mean the segmentation issue in particular? N no, just uh, because it basically, if you want to uh, to uh, track subscribers, what you have to do at some point is is, uh, is start tagging the links that point to your RSS feed, etc. Um, well, I can't speak to particularly what Mashable does for the goal tracking, but um, you know we have to go a little bit beyond uh, Google Analytics to get our heads wrapped around things. And uh, you know, for feeds in particular, obviously FeedBurner is okay, although uh, it all the stats are yeah hit or yeah, miss. I, but uh, I mean, what has happened to FeedBurner? It seems like you know that. There's such so much potential there, and I think that's definitely one thing that's frustrated me over the last couple of years. So much potential, and it just seems completely wasted. Definitely, absolutely. It uh, Google just completely burned it to the ground. Um, it's something we <laughs> we we should probably touch when we talk to Matt Cuts like next week. Uh, but it, it is a shame to see FeedBurner die and and uh, and and die even more every week because the the only thing the FeedBurner blog now gives you is status updates about which part of tracking is now broken. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, word used to be like, okay, we've got this cool new feature and this cool new feature, and then they were even building uh, side stats, and then they got bought by Google, and basically everything died. Yeah, and, and the only thing that they've come out with in terms of an integration with Google Analytics is the automatic link tagging. So if someone clicks in a link that's in your feed, it will show up as a source of traffic now in your traffic sources reports. Yeah, and it, 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 I must say that that part is actually quite smart because it uh, doesn't only show FeedBurner as a source, uh, but it also shows where people clicked on that link. Mm -hmm. So uh, you'll see if people were coming from Google Reader or, or blog lines or stuff like that. So that is a bit smarter than it's, than you could probably do yourself. But other than that, it's like completely broken all the time. My my yeah. subscribers have gone from sixty thousand to eight thousand to sixty thousand to eight thousand. <laughs> in less than a month time I think four times now so yeah it's, it's a it's a waste but FeedBurner would be uh, if FeedBurner were stable I wouldn't uh, look at uh, tracking feed subscribes in Google Analytics as much um, for now I, I still try to do that and try to tag the links to uh, uh, to get people to sign up as RSS subscribers and try to measure it like that, but it's hard. It's very yeah, hard, especially when you see uh, the different uh, different stats in, in, uh, on the dashboard compared to when you drill down. Like, I'm looking in there right now, and I just... I mean, I, got, I, I just basically stopped using it because I didn't know what was, what was going on. <laughs> that makes any sense. Yeah, the... the the multiple, it, that's the worst, is when you start looking and trying to figure out the 
discrepancies between tools and you know I think Google in general is I think they've been overwhelmed with analytics and you, you know this actually even spans outside of the blogging outside of discussing blogging right if you if anyone listening has ever used AdWords or any of Google's other data related tools like uh, Ad Planner or, or Trends or they've kind of noticed that everything's starting to look the same and you know they've become so data focused in terms of you know, having one team build all of the different reporting and, you know, they've, they've taken great care in that, but I don't think they've really thought through the other end of it as well. You know, they define a conversion 10 different ways and data discrepancies here and there. It's, you know, they, like they need to tighten up the back end and, and make everything play nice. Yeah, and, and it seems to break quite often too. Um, though I must say the, the issue with having a Google Analytics plugin for WordPress that is pretty popular is that you get an awful lot of emails when something in Google Analytics breaks because people always first think that it's your plugin and then think that it's Google. Um, but I, I've had reports over the last weeks of people missing or, or losing like entire reports for for months. Uh, for yeah, well, a couple of times over the last few weeks, people just logging in and not seeing any reports, and uh, or only the report for the last day and nothing before that, and stuff like that. It happens. It usually gets solved solved pretty quick, but it. Um, it the funny thing is, I never see that kind of stuff with Omniture. Yeah, and I think there's, you know, I don't, I don't. I'm definitely not going to say you get what you pay for because I think the <laughs> Google Analytics is is definitely for, is uh, is is unbelievable for for what you're spending money on. But um, you know, like I said, this it's 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 probably impossible to really get your head around how much data they're collecting, and uh, not only collecting but then having to process at multiple times a day, and. Uh, you know, there's there's going to be growing pains, and and you know, I yeah. think uh, if anything, we're we're seeing some of the, the some latency in the data. But it 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 when you think about it, I mean, it's ridiculous the amount of data they're collecting from uh, from analytics. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I think they they've got. Uh, we recently had a survey in Holland where uh, people looked at Dutch travel sites, and I think it amounted to like ninety five percent of all Dutch travel sites had uh, Google Analytics tagged on it. Um. So that is a shitload of traffic if you if you start looking at that. Yeah, someone, you know, we often get calls from larger organizations that are thinking about using Google Analytics and inevitably the question comes up, you know, are are big companies really using this? And uh, you know, you just kind of chuckle cuz you know, <laughs> I'll be honest, like everybody's using Google Analytics and it may not be on the homepage of Coke or Fidelity Investments, but I guarantee you at some place within those organizations, there's a website that's using Google Analytics. Um, so it's it's really becoming ubiquitous. Yeah, and it's used in tandem with other other offering or other services. I wanted to ask you, Justin, um, about the content section of, uh, of Google Analytics. So when you're a blogger and, you know, you're putting out posts across various um, – Various themes or categories, obviously. Um, how do you how do you uh, kind of instruct people on understanding how different types of content is behaving and trying to get their head around what's popular and what's not and things like that? 
Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and and sometimes the the content reports can actually be very granular to start with. Um, one of the things I, I love about the the new plugin um, that you came out with was or is the custom variables integration, um, because it it allows us to actually bucket the traffic um, a little bit differently, and instead of looking at it in the content section. There's actually a, a section of reports uh, called visitors, and there's this new report called the uh, custom variables report, where um, you can actually look by category, look by author. Um, I think tag is an option. Isn't tag an option as well? Yeah, tag is an option, but it's quite hard to do well. So, I, if you, the best way is to do single category views. Yeah, and uh, and that's actually something that I've, I've uh, I'm excited to see put out there. Yeah, so visitors and then custom variables, and then you can just select category if you've uh, uh, if you've uh, enabled that function in the back end. Yeah, it's well, great because. The, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's nice because you know that's to me that's kind of a, a start to see what's what's changing in popularity from a from a kind of a high level, and then you know it can start to get into the content reports and start to focus in on maybe some of the posts that are in those categories. Um, I like the content by title reports. You know, um, it gives me a little bit better view of the data by the title. Sometimes it's easier to identify them. And if I can start to filter them, uh, you know, based on what I learned in looking at the categories, there's a little filter at the bottom of the report. I can start to see, you know, I can say, all right, show me all of the things that match SEO or show me all of the things that match PPC or tell me all you know tell me all the posts who have a title of custom variables or some identifier that I can then you know I dig down a little bit deeper and see which which actual posts are popular which ones aren't okay right. cool Let, let's take a quick commercial break first and then Frederick can ask his new question <laughs> time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more WordPress community podcast after this Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The WordPress Community Podcast continues, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Yost Ivok and Frederick Towns. So, picking up where we left off there, um... A lot of the listeners are really just looking at Google Analytics saying, oh, these are my page views, and uh, oh, gee, you know, I can, it's great. I can see some of my AdSense revenue and how that breaks down in the content section. But what about um, things to think about? I know we touched on a couple, but like site overlay. Is there anything really practical there that would help uh, users, um, or is that really, you know, getting into web optimizer land in terms of understanding your site? Yeah, I, you know, maybe not site overlay. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a, a big fan of the concept of site overlay. And for those folks that don't know about it, the site overlay report, basically, it's uh, almost like a heat map where Google Analytics tries to overlay data like page views and conversions literally on the links that appear on the page. Um, unfortunately, complicated web technologies like JavaScript and HTML <laughs> can, can break the site overlay report. Um, pretty easily. So, you know, within that content section, I would say, you know, what I, I really love is the site search section, um, you know, because uh, the site search reports uh, collect information when they're set up uh, about what people are searching for on your site. And to me, this really can be insightful because it's basically people telling you what they want to see. Um, you know, and I know I use this all the time. You know, I'll look at it weekly to try to understand what content are people looking for? What are they interested in? Is it event tracking? Is it integrating with CRM systems? Is it custom variables? Is it a feature? Is it a different type of analysis? Um, you know, and, and at, at the very basic level, the, the site search reports, there's a, a report called usage. And uh, it'll show you what folks are for searching for uh, on, uh, on the site. And so, uh, sorry, search terms is the report. Um, it'll tell you what people are searching for, and and to me that's a great vector if you, if you want to start creating new content, um, expanding out content in certain categories. Um, it, it's just a, a great spot. Okay, and then what about you know AdSense? I mean, lots and lots of people are obviously using that as a, in many cases, a primary mechanism to to monetize their site, and I know that obviously. In the myriad of uh, of different uh, Google services, AdSense is tied in intimately. But are there any tips that come to mind in terms of making you know using Google Analytics to to get the most out of AdSense that come to mind? 
I mean, I think the one nice thing is that the reports, you know, they're they're not the most groundbreaking reports that are out there, but I think, you know, they make it easy to see, um, you know, exactly what's popular, right? And and the great thing is it's 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 popular from a revenue perspective. So um, knowing, you know, that maybe a, a specific post on coupons and where to download coupons, or maybe a specific product review post for whatever reason was was generating a lot of revenue. Again, it's a great vector of saying, "Hey, people like this this piece of content. It's generating you a lot of revenue, um, impressions, clicks. You know, this is something that you should be thinking about, right? So maybe that's something that gets an extra couple of tweets out there, or you know, you try to, you know, drive more traffic to that location from however you're you're generating your traffic. Um, you know, but I think." We saw this with the AdWords reports a couple of weeks ago. Um, the AdWords reports just got a huge makeover um, because they were dreadful, to say the least. Um, they did the job for a while, but I think the AdSense reports are, you know, they they could definitely use a little bit of love in terms of uh, of of their use. So, so nothing really uh, too insightful there in terms of. Insightful is the wrong word. No real tricks in there. It's just basic, down and dirty. You know, here's how your money's flowing, and obviously, what's popular. It, it's a lot of reporting. You know, the the uh, the AdSense refers report is nice, right? Because they're they're you know that report is telling you, hey, here's who's driving traffic to your website, and here's the revenue coming from it. So it's a good way to evaluate potentially you know any marketing activities that you're doing to to try to get more folks um, from specific locations. You know, to see if it is paying off for you. Um, but I would definitely, you know, put these reports in the category of they're they're more for dumping data and, and reporting, and uh, you know less than you know less for really truly dig, deep diving. I, I think some of the other features in analytics, um, you know, can be a little bit more useful when it comes to deep diving in on the data um, and understanding, you know, potentially how to to generate more revenue. Um, I don't know if you guys have used the feature called advanced segments, but that that's one that I think is really pretty useful for digging into the data and identifying, you know, who's really valuable and what they're doing. Why don't you walk us through that one then? Um, yeah, so advanced segments is a feature that's been out for a little while. I think it's 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 pretty well known. Um, but basically, if you're looking at your Google Analytics interface, um, advanced segments will appear in a couple of different places. The first is uh, the top right above the the date. Um, there is a little button. It says advanced segments, and by default, it's showing all visits. If you click on that button, a little window will drop down. It will uh, will say uh, advanced segments. You'll see a, a, a an iframe in there with default segments, and then a second one to the right with custom segments. And basically, what you can do is you can um, you can on the fly apply a filter to your data to only see a certain segment of traffic, right? So, you know, th this is really useful because you know, let's say we're going we're talking about revenue here. Um, you can say, I want to see all data that generated at least a certain amount of of revenue, okay? Now, Google gives you certain default segments in that little box on the left. They'll let you segment and say, show me all new visitors, returning visits, search traffic, direct traffic. Um, one that's really useful is visits with conversion, visits with transactions. Now, obviously, those might be a little bit different you know, if, if you don't have conversion set up or if you're not commerce. 
obviously there's no transactions, but we can actually build a segment to say, show me high value visits. Um, so if you uh, click on that link, it says create a new advanced segment. You'll get this nice little drag and drop interface um, where on the left hand side of the screen you'll see uh, what we call dimensions and metrics. And on the right hand side of the screen you'll see this interface for literally building um, you know, segments of traffic. And I kind of equate this to on the left hand side, the dimensions and metrics, those are your building materials, right? Those are what you would buy at Lowe's or Home Depot. On the right, that's your construction area. That's where we're going to put all these things together and build our own segment. So um, you'll notice uh, the dimensions, there's all sorts of dimensions like traffic sources, um, visitors. Dimensions are basically the attributes of, uh, the attributes of um, your website visitors or the visits that they create, okay? So it's the attributes of us as people, you know, how many times we visit the website, the time of day, uh, or the visits that we create, how long the visits are, how much revenue they create. So basically, we're using these dimensions and metrics uh, in order to filter the data. So I'm going to use that little search box at the top, and I'm going to type in AdSense, okay? And it will automatically filter that list of dimensions and metrics, and it'll show me what matches. And so I can actually... See AdSense revenue, I can drag that metric over to the right and just plop it in that construction zone there. And Google Analytics will say, all right, well, I know you want to filter this data on AdSense revenue. Well, what do you want to do with it? And I might say, well, I want to see all, I, I can apply a condition. I would say, I want to see all data when AdSense revenue was maybe greater than $10, $10 in this case. Okay. So far, so good? Yeah, that that's the kind yeah. of stuff that uh, we make pretty advanced segments, and you'd probably do that all the time, just in uh, ending up with with thousands of these. So the the cool thing is that you can now connect that with other things, of course. So you have AdSense revenue, and then you can say where referring site is this one, and so you can you can build these upon each other. Uh, yeah, and so. It's, I, I think that that's that's spot on. So, like the bigger picture of what we're doing is when I say, "Hey, I want you to show me the segment of traffic where AdSense revenue is greater than ten dollars or five dollars or whatever whatever it is." Right? You can decide that threshold of what a high value revenue visit is. Now, when you uh, apply this segment to Google Analytics, what's going to happen is uh, Google Analytics is in real time going to filter the data and show you only the visits that match the condition that we created. And so why is this important? Well, every report you look at now will only, uh, uh, will only contain data for, uh, for traffic that generated more than you know, $10 in AdSense revenue. So when you look at your referring websites or any of your traffic sources report, keywords reports, there will only be data for traffic that generated more than that revenue. When you look at your content reports, it'll only be traffic that generated more than that amount of AdSense revenue. So now, basically what you're looking at is you're looking at um, you know, what content was popular for this segment of traffic, where did they come from, you know, how many times have they been to the website before. So you're building almost like a profile for this particular you know, data point. right? So now I know that people who generate more than $10 of revenue, I might be able to go to my content report and say, here's what they were interested in looking at for content. Jump over to my traffic sources and find out, hey, 
you know, most of them came from Google Organic, and I can drill down and then look at what were the keywords they were using. And then I can then jump over and even look in some of the visitor reports and understand things like, you know, how many times have they been to the website? Was this their first visit, their second visit, their third visit? So now I can understand that, okay, you know, most people who earn $10, they've been to my website two or three or four times. I can start to understand, I need to get these people back, right? I need to be, do a good job of bringing these people back because when they do come back, I'm generating more revenue off of them. They're maybe spending more time looking at more content, um, you know, and then that can start to help you develop some ideas of, well, how do, I, how do I keep pushing more people into this type of profile, into this type of group? Very good stuff. Yeah, that's uh, true. Um, Justin, you, you've not talked about it yet, I think, but you're writing a book on all this stuff, right? Or you, you have written, but it's just not entirely released yet for O'Reilly. Um, uh, yeah. Does it contain this sort of thing? So uh, I, I did a... Uh, I did a uh, a PDF in 2007 for O'Reilly. Uh, at that point, they, they had a series called the Shortcut Series, and it was just a 100-page PDF. There, at that point, I don't think there was anything out on Google Analytics, and uh, I am working on an update to that now. Um, it's going to be, I get my own O'Reilly, O'Reilly animal, um, and it will be a real book. Uh, so it's called Google Analytics. It's by O'Reilly. It'll be out uh, in August. Um, and uh, it to me, it's a... It, to me, it's almost like a missing manual for Google Analytics. Um, it, it definitely de- deep dives in some of the more advanced stuff. Okay, but, but is that something that... Yeah, but it's still super useful. Like All of this type of stuff is in there, right? Using the segmentation, using the tools, doing the analysis. Um, definitely focuses on, on getting the tools set up right and using it effectively. Cool. So everyone should go out and buy that. And... To, and, and talking about buying stuff uh, I know that the people at Webmaster Radio definitely want some new internet connection soon so we'll probably have to run some ads to make them pay for it if Brasco is listening at all time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more WordPress community podcast after this SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Hi, this is Joel Kahn. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Anyway, I ask? That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. 
God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. The WordPress Community Podcast continues only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Yost Ivok and Frederick Towns. So we're back. Um, and we, we just touched on advanced segments. Uh, but there's another area of, uh, of Google Analytics that was introduced in the last year that we thought we should touch on in the show as well because it could be very useful to you as a blogger, and that's the alerts area. So, Justin, what what are alerts and what can they do for you? Yeah, that's a <clears throat> excuse me. That's a great new feature, and it's actually uh, there's actually it's it's kind of two features that were bundled together as one. Um, Google kind of the the headline feature was something called intelligence, which is automated analysis. And uh, as part of that, they came out with uh, an alerting system as well built into that. So it, it does two things for you. Um, you'll notice that in your left-hand nav, uh, the second item in the menu is intelligence. And uh, if you click on it, um, basically what you'll see is you'll see a data over time graph. And underneath that, you'll see uh, bars. Uh, and the bars represent, uh, there are two color bars, uh, green bars for intelligence alerts and uh, blue bars for customer alerts. And we'll get to the customer alerts in a second. But the green bars, the intelligence alerts, basically what Google's doing uh, with this feature is they're applying um, nine predictive algorithms to the data. And uh, so they'll go back and they'll look at your data. Um, I think they're going back 18 months or two years. And um, they're analyzing the data, applying these predictive models. And then when the model doesn't, or when your actual data doesn't meet what the model is predicting, then it bubbles up this type of alert. So the, the green bars the, the, uh, represent alerts. So if you click on a green bar, the bigger the green bar, the more alerts that you got for that day. The smaller the green bar, the, the fewer the uh, intelligence alerts that you got that day. So basically what Google's doing here is um, it, trying to do analysis for you, <laughs> which is pretty frightening when you think about it from uh, a job perspective. If your job's to do analysis, then this could be a, a detriment or a huge benefit if nobody knows it exists, I guess. Um, so, so you can click on these bars here, you know, choose a given day, and um, Google Analytics will show you all of these intelligence alerts. And so it'll, uh, it'll, it'll allow you to look at them from the perspective of kind of the metrics or the numbers or the other side which we call the dimensions, which are more like the attributes. So, for example, you know, I'm looking at some data right now, and the first alert is for all traffic coming to the website. The the tra the uh, total uh, traffic, the goal conversion rate dropped 11 percent. Um, so it was uh, Google Analytics expected it to be in the uh, two and a half to three range, and it was below that. So you can see how this is really useful because a lot of times. Uh, sometimes things happen within our data that we may not notice just because of the volume of data. For example, um, I'm, again, I'm looking at the data and I'm seeing that the conversion rate plummeted in Florida. The number of new visits dropped down significantly for, for Florida. So, so you know, they, they're bubbling that data right up to me so I don't have to go into a report and segment the data um, by geographic location. It's saying, hey, I found this, you know, I don't know why this happened, but this happened. And so obviously when you're looking at the data, you know, if, if you have some expectation of, oh, 
you know, maybe something was going on in Florida, or if it's a traffic source, right? Let's say uh, traffic plummeted from a partner that you're working with, or you're, you know, having them promote your content, um, and it plummeted. You know, now you can, you know, go in there and say, you know, Google Analytics will bubble that information up for you that you can then dig a little bit deeper uh, about the why, right? So it does a great job of showing you the what. You got to then dig and figure out the why. Yeah, so you actually still have a job. <laughs> for now. Yeah, so, for so now. That's, so, so that's the intelligence alert. So the intelligence alerts are really good at bubbling up stuff that you know you may not have known, right, or you may not have been looking for. Um, the custom alerts are cool because this is where you get to say, I want you to tell me when something happens, and you get to define what that exactly is. So um, if you uh, look in the left-hand nav, uh, just below the, the white menus for the different reports, there's a My Customization Settings, and there's an Intelligence uh, setting as well. And this is where you can create custom alerts, right? So you'll see on the right-hand side of the screen, there'll be an area uh, that'll list your custom alerts. If, it, if you don't have any, it'll say No Custom Alerts for this profile. Click to create one. So if you click on uh, Creating an Alert, you can now create these uh, you know, th these um, basically monitors for your data, right? So you can give it a name, and you can tell Google Analytics, I want this alert to look at a day's worth of data over a week's worth of data or a month of data, right? So you can control the frequency based on how often do you're reporting, right? There's some stuff that I want to know every day because I'm pretty hands-on. There's some stuff I want to know more weekly. Like, for example, I, I want to know, uh, for me, one of the customer alerts that I have is referral traffic. I want to know when referral traffic changes dramatically because that might be um, getting picked up by Dig or, or just you know maybe someone tweeted uh, an old article that has been dormant for a while. So, so I, I set up a customer alert um, for a period of being uh, we, uh, day. And then I uh, can tell Google Analytics that I want to look at referral traffic. There's little drop-downs on the screen so I can apply my my alert to um, what we call a traffic medium. And uh, mediums basically represent how are people coming to your website. Is it organic? Is it referral? Um, if you're doing any campaigns, is it a specific campaign? So I can say, hey, look at the medium, identify referral traffic, and, um, and then I can say, I want to see um, if visits increased more than 10% or 20%, you know. So I usually do a percent increase more than uh, 10 or 15% from the previous, uh, same day, previous week, right? So now I've got these, this alert running in the background that if my referral traffic jumps by more than 10% um, for the same day in the previous week, then chances are they're maybe got picked up on, uh, you know, someone else blogged about it or tweeted it or whatever. So, you know, for those days that I don't have time to potentially get into Google Analytics and look at the data, this is a, a great way for, for certain things that are important to me to stay in front of me. So I would definitely say referral traffic changing is a big one for you guys, for, for everybody. Um, obviously, if you have any revenue tied up in it, um, you can potentially do that. Um, page views is another big one, right? If page views changes dramatically, uh, you know, that's a, a good one to look at as well. So, so these are great. The, the only criticism I have of alerts is they're not real time, right? That would make this just the absolute killer feature. They're once a day. Yeah, that's, and if they were real time and I could get an email like the second they were, uh, th these alerts bubbled up. 
um, I would look at my analytics an awful lot more, I guess. <laughs> well, that that would be the thing. You wouldn't have to look at it, I guess. If if you're getting the alert, then you know, if you're like, oh, great, now I know yeah, that it true. happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's true. Absolutely. So, so yeah, it is a really cool feature. Is there any way you can uh, make these alerts go out to you in an email in any way? Uh, there is. Yep. There's a little email me checkbox when you're setting them up uh, that will uh, will send the email address that it has for the account, right? So, if, uh, whatever you know, email address you've used to create your analytics account, it'll that that's where they'll send an email. So, that's that's actually another thing that kind of stinks around this. It would be great if you could have email sent to other people, right? You know, so if uh, someone else is responsible for content or certain things, um, yeah, you know, send them, set, have them deal with it, not you. Yeah, so if uh, if I had a, I don't know, I've not tried this yet, but I'm going to try it now. If I had a custom variable called author, and um, I th I don't think that works yet, right? Check. That doesn't. No. no, unfortunately, that doesn't work yet. Yeah, the custom variables aren't in the uh, in the alerts. No, I was just thinking I could do an alert for when a certain author had gotten had gotten more views or or less. So, uh, but that's probably stuff that that'll appear in here at some point in time in the future. That's a, yeah, that's a great suggestion. I mean, I think right now the alerts are, are good, but they're just limited to the the different types of data they'll look at. So, um, once they pimp those out to have hopefully more dimensions, more metrics, we'll be able to really get. As creative with the alerts as we did with the custom or with the uh, advanced segments. Yeah, true. Cool. Um, so we've got time for one more quick tip as to uh, something that every blogger should be doing. And do you have something that you think that every blogger should be looking at, uh, and that they're probably not looking at right now? Well, I think um, you know, in addition to the site search that people are looking at, um, you know, I, I really love to segment my traffic, and I really, I I really focus on segmenting a lot of different ways, and I uh, I love looking at the return visitor segments, right? So people that are coming back to the website, um, because I really want to understand what keeps them coming back um, over and over again. So you can you can do it really simply with the advanced segments and understanding, hey. These people, this is what's pulling them back. Um, I know for for my blog, a lot of people use it as a almost like a reference guide, um, the material out there, and 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 that really drives a lot of the way that I write um, because I know people want that level of detail, almost like a help section, almost um, because they keep coming back to look up sometimes the same thing two, three, four times, whether it be syntax or things like that. So. I would say, you know, all of us that are creating content are are looking for a really engaged audience, um, and drilling down on your returning visitors and understanding what they're doing is is really important. Cool. Yeah, very true. So um, that leaves us with a bit of time to get into our plug-in picks of the week, and I actually had the chance to prepare Justin for this one, um, but it wouldn't be fair to let him go first. So, Frederick, do you have one, or do I have to go first? <laughs> I actually don't have one. Uh, I was afraid you were going to say that, and and I did have <laughs> one, but I'm trying trying to look it up like very very rapidly right now. So I'll let you go first anyway, Justin, and because I know you have one ready for me. Yeah. So my um my plugin 
plug-in pick for the week, I feel kind of silly saying that, um, <laughs> is obviously anal- analytics-focused, and it's called Search Meter. Um, I, I really love this, this plugin because it, it focuses in, on, uh, on analytics data that I've already stressed, the site search data. And uh, the great thing about it is that it, it gives us some information that we can't get out of uh, a tool like Google Analytics. Um, so Search Meter, in, in addition to recording what people are searching for and, and how many times certain things were searched for, will also tell you how many zero result searches happened on your website. So that means how many times someone searched for something on your website, but your blog returned zero results. And to me, this is one of the greatest sins of being a content producer that you could commit, is to have someone come to your site, tell you what they want, and you not have it. And so that either means that the content's not there, or just the the search that's on, on the blog is just not good enough to bring back uh, what the person was looking for. So uh, I love Search Meter, and that would be my pick. Uh, okay, and l- let me immediately amend you there that you can, can actually uh, do, uh, measure this with Google Analytics if you're using my Google Analytics plugin, uh, because my Google Analytics plugin categorizes uh, your search results pages into search result pages that have zero results, one result, uh, two to five results, five to ten or ten or more results. So you get a couple of categories. I'll be doing a post somewhere in the coming week uh, about how to set that up in Google Analytics so you get the categories in Google Analytics, but then you can actually get in your site search report a report of the people that searched for certain things and uh, didn't find any results. So hey, That's um, really cool. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know you added that. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I did that quite a while back because of a post you did called Zero Results <laughs> Zero Result Search Tracking. So I actually read your blog every once in a while, and um, I think I thought, hey, that's a pretty smart idea. Let's add that. Um, we, for those of you also using Magento uh, at Orange Valley, we've developed a Google Analytics module for Magento that does exactly the same thing. So um, yeah, that's kind of cool stuff. Um, and I don't know whether that actually, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll have to make my plugin pick of the week, my own Google Analytics plugin, yet again. But that, that sounds so boring. But I can't find the the other plugin I had, so that's a bit bad. Um, so Brasco is telling me that we've got one minute left, which is, leaves me just enough time to thank you, Justin, for being here. Um, an hour is too short when talking to you, as it always is. Uh, so thank you guys uh, for having uh, me. It was, uh, no, yeah. Like what, so when's your book out? It's called Google Analytics by O'Reilly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It should be out by, in uh, mid-August. Mid-August, cool. So uh, everybody, go out and buy that as soon as it's out. Uh, I think you can pre-order at Amazon already. I know I have. Um, and uh, I'll talk to you all next week at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. CET. See you all next week, mates. Bye-bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.